0: All right everybody, welcome to a Thursday edition of Locked On NHL from Locked On Avalanche. I am Chris Maselli with me as always from Locked On Lightning, Mr. Adam Denker. And on today's episode, Reverse Retros version 2.0 are out. Are there teams that got it right this time that maybe didn't get it right in version 1.0? Adam and I are going to give us your uh, give you guys our top 5 what we feel are our top 5. And then because it is Thursday, It's power ranking Thursday, so we have to get to all the power rankings, which are very fun right now because I don't, there's a lot of movement early in the season. So, this is when it's fun doing power rankings because they're all over the place. Later on in the year, they kind of settle down a little bit, but right now it's just those teams that get off to a hot start shoot up the rankings, and uh, the teams that don't obviously fall. So, we'll talk about all of that. But first things, First, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. Uh, you can follow us on social media, obviously over on Twitter, uh, and especially on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and get notified whenever a new show goes live. All right, man. Let's uh, let's start with the retros because that's the the big news uh, for Thursday, and uh, they they did it again. I, I I wonder. I think a lot of this was because. The, the first ones came out and, and it was in this shortened season and they didn't get as much use out of them as I think they really wanted to. So instead mm-hmm. of just rehashing those again, I feel like they just did it again. I mean, it was, it was successful. It was fun. Uh, some teams just threw in the towel like the Islanders <laughs> and other teams like knocked it out of the park like the Avalanche. Uh, <clears throat> so they gave everybody like another go round of it. And uh, what's your overall take on uh, what with, with most of these version 2.0 of the reverse reverse retros are looking like
1: obviously you know there's a lot of good ones um you know we'll get into that just a bit but i have to say you know as much flack as we gave the islanders last time and they were by far the worst ones in the last go around that we had with these even some of the ones that are the lesser ones now obviously everybody has their own opinion about which they think is the best which they think is the worst even the ones that are probably if you had to rank them last i still think like they're pretty good you know I, I think this time around i think i think you know like you said with the shortened season they didn't really get a lot of uh use out of the reverse retro mm-hmm. but i think now that was kind of like more so of a test run for the league and kind of seeing yeah. you know what kind of response they were going to get out of this and and you know what other than you know the only one that i'm really going to kill right now and even this one is still kind of good and i I mean, you know, you know me, Chris. I'm very critical of their uniform already. But even the Kraken one, even though they obviously oh, this nice. is like really season two, it's it's yeah. it's really nice. You know, I don't think there's really a bad one that you could really knock down out of all of these.
0: In 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 the first go around, yeah, there there were a handful that you were like, eh, I don't really like that one at all. For for this one, yeah, I agree with you. I think I think most of them are pretty good looking. I don't I don't really. There's none that stand out to me as as like horrible, like you yeah. could with the, with the first time. So I think maybe the teams that kind of got that flack um, really learned from the mistakes and and did a a pretty good job this time around. I and I love just the the back and forth of fans of um, yeah. hating some and loving some. And you're seeing already rankings. And I saw one. I think it was the the Athletic ranked the worst as Toronto. And then I saw another one. I could have been on the score that had Toronto in like the top five or something like that. Yeah. And that's what's so cool about this. everyone has their own likes and dislikes on what constitutes a cool looking jersey. So you're getting a, a lot of back and forth. So why don't we kind of dive into our top five? We'll go through these, you know, kind of quickly, so we can get to our uh, our team power rankings like we do every Thursday. But start at number five. We'll go. One at a time, and then you can, uh, we'll, we'll get to our number one. What, what do you got for your fifth favorite? Uh, my fifth favorite
1: probably is going to be Washington's. Always been a fan nice of, of the Eagle. Uh, I think really that should be, they should bring that back as their full time logo. Mm-hmm. Um, for my fourth, I would probably have to say the Kings. Um, that's who doesn't a love the crowd? Yeah. Who that's a lot love the crowd. Yep. And, mm-hmm. My third is the powdered blue Canadians one was very surprised by this. I was a huge fan of their reverse retros from last season. yeah. And I kind of figured they were going to kind of pull a, a you know, a New York Islanders and kind of just revert back to the same one. Yeah. And no, they went a step further with this, And I really love it. And they, 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 they got a little creative with it as well. Um, It clear, uh, it was brought to my attention that the powdered blue look is from the, from, 79. from the Expos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought
0: it was like a Montreal Expos thing.
1: Yeah, and they took <laughs> kind of like the the other way the jersey was sorted out from those late 70s teams. I guess what they took, like how the jersey was laid, laid out. Uh, and then three, I would have to go with the New York Rangers one. Um, maybe mm. this is just the New Yorker and me. Love the Statue of Liberty. Uh, another jersey I think they should have just kept. And then Two is going to be the Lightning. I'm not even being biased here, Chris. I think yeah, you know, a lot of Lightning... And, and We'll talk about this in a bit, but a lot of Lightning fans don't like this jersey. It's very strange yep. to me. And then okay. number one, my number one, and then I'll stop talking and let you do your thing. <laughs> my number one, and this might be a surprise to some people, but the Vancouver Canucks jersey mm. with the lumberjack on Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I, so... so
0: those are good. Five good ones. Uh, Two of our, I have two of the same ones that you do. Uh, but for me, um, my, my fit, and I am not including the avalanche one in here. The avalanche one is so, is, is so de- de- divisive between the avalanche fans right now. I like it. I think that I wish, I do wish they, they, they kept the avalanche color scheme, but they went with the Colorado Rockies color scheme, mm-hmm. which oddly enough. So did the New Jersey Devils. So <laughs> both of those teams at the same color scheme kind of based around the same team. Um, but I, I do like what they did. Absolutely love that the, the Avalanche brought back the yeah. the old number font from their yeah. original uniforms like with the jagged lines uh, edges and stuff like that. Beautiful, beautiful addition to that. But I'm not yeah. gonna include them in the top five here. So uh, number five for me, Boston Bruins. I love the 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 bear. Yeah. Head, I could do without that little like lightning stuff on the bottom of the the uniform, but I don't mind it because it's kind of like re- retro with more like current stuff retro with the bear head, current with like you know whatever's going on on the bottom there. But I like it, I like yeah. it overall. Um, for Islanders, you 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 fixed it. Yeah, <laughs> you, they, they figured it out. You, yeah, you did what you were supposed to do originally. <laughs> um, so that one, I think, it, with with the fishermen is is fantastic. Three Anaheim Ducks. You you went the the mighty ducks logo, which everybody loves, and you used your your color scheme of today mixed in with the the classic mighty ducks logo. Who does not like that one? I think I think the ducks nailed it twice. I thought their their first one was so I love ugly jerseys. And I thought that one was so random with the duck just like supermanning out of like a an iceberg. I loved it. I'm I'm it. I have an
1: opinion about that. I'll save it for after you finish your list though.
0: All right. Yeah. Um, and then <clears throat> number two and number one, we have the same teams, just flipped. Okay. Number two, I have Vancouver. Um, I think that's just a fantastic old that is retro. That that is that is the definition of retro, and I have Tampa Bay at number one, man. Wow! Like I said, I love ugly jerseys. That is an ugly jersey, and (laughs) and it and it fits, and that just sums up the nineties. Yeah, nine like uniforms in the nineties were loud. Like that was the style across sports. Go look at NBA uh, uniforms and and jerseys in the nineties. The Grizzlies won crazy. The Grizzlies, the Grizzlies, the Raptors. Um, not even jerseys, um, courts, like, like the the wood on the courts was just, the three point line was always filled in, you know, like it was nuts. It was a wild time and uniforms were wild. And I think the, the lightning went off the beaten path and I think they crushed it. I love it. Well,
1: Chris, I'll just throw it in for people that may not (laughs) know. I mean, this was... I would have kind of almost been shocked if they didn't go with this kind of design. I mean, it's the Lightning's 30th season, so it only makes sense that they throw it back to some of the original jerseys that they have. But I want to talk about the Ducks one, because I feel like this is going to be a very hot topic of debate among our listeners. And and please make sure to comment if you're following us on YouTube. Comment below. We want to hear what you say. Because (laughs) my thing with the Ducks is that, listen, If you're a hockey fan, how can you not love that old school logo with the duck mask, right? Mm -hmm. My thing is, though, I feel like now with this team, it's kind of an easy cop out. You know, it's, you know, they had kind of like that other, I don't remember exactly. I think it just said ducks on the logo part of the jersey for a couple of years. And then they brought back what they have now. I feel like now it's kind of lost its luster. You know, now that we got it back and then we have the reverse retro from last year and I feel like everybody has that jersey now, you know. Yeah. What I think that they should have done, and because I I re- I remember back to when the reverse retros came out last year, and there was I saw some conversations on Twitter being had, and it really brought up some nostalgia for me. And, and <clears throat> I'm curious where you at with this. I'm I, I want I wish they could have brought back the Mighty Ducks from like the TV show when the Ducks mm-hmm. first became a team, and they had the cartoon kind of corresponding with it. They have the Mighty Ducks logo with kind of like, I don't know, some kind of mixture of that with like what they have now because I think that would have been sick. You know, believe it or not, before I got into hockey, I just thought like – I thought the team was based off the TV show when when I started, you know,
0: being <laughs> well, aware. I didn't know it was the other way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I like it. I, I think it's – you know, you're going retro. Like you're saying with, with Tampa Bay, like – you got to go back to the beginning. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's like what the ducks have to do. That's their history. I like it. I like it. Yeah, and, and um, go ahead. we
1: we are we are you know ranking our top favorites. But you know, do you have an honorable <laughs> mention for for one that didn't fit in your top five, but is just right there, or maybe? And then also on the other side of that, do you have one that is kind of, you know, not there that you'd probably throw at the bottom of your list?
0: So I'll say this: like as far as like teams that didn't get it right the first time around, I like. What the Red Wings did, I do. Um, and I and I liked the Blackhawks, the the first one. Some people didn't, but I like the Blackhawks. But I really hope those two teams don't play against each other because they're basically the same I, was guessing,
1: <laughs> I I was literally I was literally going to say that right before you got into that because I was thinking
0: like, did they just copy off each other <laughs> they when they did. were designing this? They seriously did, and Chicago just has a little bit more black in the uniform, but. It's it just same. Detroit road. just looks like
1: the away jersey for the Chicago reverse one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's all. It does. But That's I, all it is. But I do like them. I, I just like that. I think they look good. Um, I don't like Columbus. It, it, it's nothing to me. It's it's just it, Columbus did this go around what the Islanders did the first time around. It's just their logo on their colors, and, and I don't know. I don't I don't like anything about it. Um calgary's is a little weird they it's it's like uh a kid got in there and mixed with messed up with with the graphic and just turned the lines sideways uh well i think
1: you know maybe i don't know maybe i'm completely wrong (laughs) but i it it has to do um from what i'm i'm actually looking at wachinski's article yeah uh, if i'm missing something tell me he says um Well, he actually compared it to uh, looking like that the the flames are looking like they're wearing a strip, uh, a belt from a strip mall Taekwondo Academy. Uh, But I I think, you know, maybe maybe it'll come out (laughs) eventually. But and maybe I'm just really off base here with this assumption. But I think it maybe has to do with some of the indigenous population up there in Canada. Maybe something maybe maybe, with that. I mean, if, if that's the case, that's. I think that's really cool. I mean,
0: that, if that is the case, that's a pretty good uh, call. I like it just because it's different.
1: You know, that, that little weird. Yeah. It's just weird. I mean, but coming from someone who hate, who loves ugly jerseys, that's that's not ugly. They They, draw the line.
0: No, there's a difference between ugly and not making sense. And right now it doesn't make sense to me. If what you're saying is true, I'm all for that. Obviously. Um, I don't like the flyers. It's just, it's kind of basic. It's kind of the same Jersey. Yeah. um, uh, the Hurricanes. eh, It's okay. I do like Seattle's. I'm kind of going through here one at a time. St. Louis. I really like St. Louis. The 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 yellow, um, and then just St. Yeah. Louis Blues with the blue note. That's really cool. Um, Vegas. I guess Vegas is glows in the dark. That's cool for all the uh, night games that are played in the Wait, NHL. Do they really? Apparently. Yeah, they do. Which okay, it's cool in theory, but you know when like what, when, no, what you know, night game are we playing this year since
1: they're so close to the you know the salary cap they may not be able to afford the electricity bill so when the lights so do inevitably to, go off at
0: T-Mobile yeah. you so it'll to see it'll them. be the Vegas against uh Dallas wearing their neons and then you know we can those don't go in the dark though but still that's the only night game you'd be able to play right um yeah i think that's that's a, edmonton's cool bringing back the uh the, the oil drop thing that whatever they call that that's that's neat so yeah i, I think overall people did a good job I'm, I'm proud of you nhl teams
1: i have i mean i still love these jerseys but i still feel mm-hmm. like in the over I've, obviously you're supposed to do better what you did last year everybody kind of was like i said it was a test run but if you look at pittsburgh and you look at minnesota it's pretty much what pittsburgh already wears now and minnesota is getting a lot of love and Minnesota, I'm pretty sure this is the same jersey they had last year.
0: Minnesota, I think, did the same uniform. They just made a a home jersey for it. <laughs> because that last, last time it, it was it white. Count. Last yeah. time around it was white, and this time Still around it's count. dark. Still doesn't count. So <laughs> they did their home in a way with the reverse retro. I don't know. People are loving the Pittsburgh one because it's the like the old Robo Penguin. Yeah, I mean uh, who I, yeah.
1: I I feel like any <laughs> Pittsburgh jersey is, is great just because of the color scheme and great their logo. Their logos. My my the one I really want to like, and I maybe I might be a little bit overcritical, and I might put this down towards the end of the list, is the Buffalo Sabres one. I just feel like
0: it's okay. they kind
1: of really? they kind of ruin the excitement around that by by announcing that they were gonna have the 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 goat head as their third yeah. jersey this year. So you kind of, you know, everybody loves the red and black goat head and and then you're dropping the throwbacks, which if, if you have the goat head, the red, the red nineties one for the home, Mm -hmm. and then you have this reverse retro that they have now for away games. All right. I'm crazy excited about this, but I feel like you're all over the place with all your color schemes here with this.
0: Right. Agreed. So. Yeah, I think, uh, like we said, overall, I think most of the teams nailed it. And it'll be interesting to see if, if this stops, because Adidas is no longer uh, making jerseys for the NHL after this year. Um, does whoever pick it up continue this? I think fans would love it. Uh, maybe yeah. not every year. Maybe like every other year or something like that. Uh, but it, it's fun. It's fun to, to do this stuff. So and, it, and it's original. No other league really do- – well, the NFL kind of does the throwback stuff, but they haven't done it lately. so. It's cool. All right. Uh, we're running a little bit long here in uh, segment number one, so we got a, a power ranking to get to. But first, we're going to get to BetOnline, BetOnline.net, your number one source for betting football and the start of a new basketball season. Find all the latest gri- the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all of your sport wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball's playoffs, MMA, boxing, and golf. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. That's betonline.net, where the game starts. All right, sir. So, yeah, uh, power ranking, team power ranking. Week number two, if you are watching on YouTube, we're throwing it up there on the screen right now. Um, If you are listening at home or in your car, we'll read them off to you. We always do the top 10 and then kind of dive into uh, specific teams, but wow. Uh, I'll say this. The only teams that didn't move at all were the New York Islanders at 19 and the Anaheim Ducks at 26. Every other team there was movement. So in the top 10. One of the biggest movers of the week. The Detroit Red Wings are at number 10. The Florida Panthers go from number 7 to number 9. The Vegas Golden Knights go from 18 to number 8. The Boston Bruins go from 13 to number 7. The Colorado Avalanche drop from number 1 to number 6. The Pittsburgh Penguins move up from 11 to number 5. The Dallas Stars, another big mover, go from 17 all the way up to number 4. The New York Rangers go from five to three. The Hurricanes go from four to two. And the Calgary Flames go from number six to number one. Uh, Overall thoughts on the top ten. This is when it gets exciting, man. Even though the Avalanche drop out of the top spot, I love seeing this movement early on. This is crazy.
1: Yeah, I really like the Stars. Um, I, we, I think we both agreed in the off season leading up to, I think it was a couple of weeks ago when we talked about it. I think we were both really high on the stars, especially with Jake Ottinger, uh, yeah. in net now. And technically, you know, if the playoffs started today, the stars would be the <laughs> president's <laughs> trophy winner. So, you know, congratulations to the, uh, if the heart trophy was given out today, <laughs> oh, that's <great. laughs> um, no, yeah, but I I don't have yeah. a problem with these. I love. I, I'm glad to see finally. I think this is the first time, Chris, since we've started doing the rankings that we've seen this much movement. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bruins, I don't know how to feel about. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop with them. Uh, the Penguins, not so surprised. Um, yeah, it, it's exciting. You know, you get to see kind of yeah. like <laughs> what teams have in front of them and and how long they're going to be able to capitalize on. You know, jumping out of the gate really fast and kind of taking teams by surprise, which you've seen with the Red Wings. Uh, you know, they have one of the best gold differentials in 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 the league right now. And, you know, this is a team, like I told you in the offseason, you know, they're going to be good. They're not probably going to be playoff good, but they're going to play a lot of tough games. And, you know, you're seeing that very early on. And it's paying off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, you know your, your undefeated teams: uh, Dallas, the Hurricanes, and Calgary. Um, that's you know they're one, two, and four. You got the Rangers in there at number three, and you have teams that that you know have overtime losses as far as Pittsburgh and Detroit. Uh, I'm forgetting about St. Louis. St. Louis is actually two and zero, and somehow they well they dropped to number thirteen. I think just because. They they only played one game while every other team in the league had like three or four. Like they, they got a late start to the season. So I feel like that's why the Blues dropped a little bit mm-hmm. uh, just because they didn't have any games played. And you have all these other teams that were playing games that kind of just just jumped over them. So I think if St. Louis continues to, you know, catch up to the league in far as games played and win, I think they'll kind of scoop back up a little bit. But it's cool to see the Red Wings, man, like number 10. You know, jumping 12 spots from, from 22, that's always a team that everybody's just waiting for. Yeah, it's, it's very early in the season, but a lot of people have some high hopes for them. And I say high hopes, not like they're going to go win a division or anything like that, but compete for a, a playoff spot. So you like seeing that. Um, And then kind of, you know, all the other teams in here, maybe with the exception of the Stars, you know, the all these other teams, Flames, Hurricanes, Rangers, Penguins, ABS. Even the Bruins, even the Knights, even the Panthers. Like, those are all teams that we're used to being in the top yeah. 10, top 12. But when you throw a team like Dallas, who's a good team, but usually in that middle range, and obviously a team like the Red Wings, when they're cracking the top 10, even if it's early in the year, I- I'm for that. <laughs> I like that stuff because I-, I like the parity in this league, and I wanted yeah. to continue. Yeah, Chris, how, mu- how, uh, how much stock
1: do you take or how long do you wait to kind of take a team seriously, an undefeated team seriously? Like, how many games does it take for you to take them seriously until you're like, okay, they're for real?
0: It's not like um, how many games have they played. Um, I Well, I guess this kind of goes hand in hand. It's more like where we are in the season. Because remember last year, Anaheim was just – they were up there. They were hanging top. They were rolling. And and we got to – you know, American Thanksgiving and they were still in it. And that usually is telltale for, you can kind of make the playoffs and then they just fell off. So yeah, if I kind of look at like, everybody looks at the American Thanksgiving as where are you in the standings? If you're in a good spot, you're probably in a good spot at the end of the year, which is so weird because you're only two months into the season. Yeah. But the numbers don't lie with that. Something like 80 something percent of the teams that are in the playoff spot by American Thanksgiving, keep that playoff spot. It's Crazy. so I don't know like so I'd like to see that like where are the Red Wings by Thanksgiving where are the stars by Thanksgiving so like if the Red Wings are by
1: like 14 or you know in in the mid teens right are you are you on the Red Wings bandwagon or are you still are you being like we're going to extend this to New Year's and see how you really are
0: (laughs) (laughs) no I will stick to my my, my my measuring
1: stick for me at least you said American Thanksgiving I'm more Mm -hmm. so where are you on New Year's Day you know, that's when we start sure. taking the team seriously.
0: Yeah. And and I think, you know, we'll see because the league is getting younger. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of these these players that, that are on a team like the Red Wings, um, it happened with the Ducks. So they don't have that experience in the league. So, yeah, maybe we'll start seeing those numbers change as far as the American Thanksgiving and playoff spots because – Teams are so young and inexperienced. Yeah. So as the season goes on and the, the the trials of a full NHL season might get to these younger players, and you might start seeing them kind of tail off at the end of the year. It's very, very possible. So yeah. we'll watch for that. Um, look at this middle row here. here You got, you got a lot of uh, red arrows going down in this middle column here, especially the Toronto Maple Leafs going from 3 to 11 um your tampa bay lightning taking a nose eye do you want to talk about it (laughs) that's up to you man i i i I have a lot number two to number 15 by the way for for tampa one of the biggest falls of the week so what's going on what's the problem i i mean i spoke about it to you
1: off air on air through tax i i they're the, the the what's happening with this team and you know did I think it was going to be this bad? Do I think they were going to start off one and three. Absolutely not. But mm-hmm. they're the f- matter of fact is it, it's the problem is with this team is that, you know, it, it kind of comes with hand in hand with their recent success and everything that's been going on the salary cap. Really what it comes down to is this team is top heavy. They've had to let go a lot of their deaf players because these guys are really outplaying the current contracts that they have. And, you know, the Lightning aren't going to spend big. You know, they weren't able to spend big on a guy like Blake Coleman and or, mm-hmm. you know, give Yanni Gord the money that he wanted. Uh, and, and, you know, Barkley Goodrow as well left um, Well, he was traded and then got a huge contract in New York, which is great for him. And, and you know, that's unfortunate the situation that we're going to have. And I was very critical of not really the way the roster was set up coming into this season, just because – it, I mean, it's the nature of the beast that we're dealing with in the NHL. And what it comes down to, I was more critical of the atmosphere around the the franchise. You know, mm-hmm. everyone, you know, you always want to be optimistic going into a new season, especially after going so far and being yeah. a couple of wins away from winning a third straight Stanley Cup. And really what it I was more critical because it's like, you guys act like they're going to be you know, a, a contender for the President's Trophy this year. It's like, let's give it a couple of games. And we gave it a couple of games, Chris. And, I mean, you saw what happened. I mean, mm-hmm. the only game in which I will say that the Lightning did not look ugly was opening night against the Rangers. Other than that, um, you know, getting getting pretty manhandled by the Pittsburgh Penguins, getting embarrassed at their home opener against the Flyers, which was just an abomination of a game. Um, yeah. And your only win is against the Columbus Blue Jackets, who were Mm -hmm. without Patrick Line. So, I mean, there's that little asterisk right there. So, you know, it's, I'm not, I'm glad I didn't vote Chris because I would have put them at 32. (laughs) Um, And I mean that. I'm not even trying to be funny. I I would 100% put this team at 32. The way they played these last couple of games. And if people want to hear me rant, go to the last episode because that, yeah. I was in true form. I haven't ranted like that in two years. Uh, so. so.
0: And, and their, their next three games. Are on the West are, Coast. Um, oh, they're playing Florida no, no, tomorrow no.
1: night. They're playing Florida tomorrow night and then they're on the West Coast. Well, week. they're playing
0: Florida and then the Islanders. Well, yeah, in yeah. Florida, but that,
1: that's, you know, that's more so of really. And, and that's what I'm talking about this team, Chris, it's that game against New York is going to be, all right, let's just not mess this up. Right. And that's a that's a let's mess this up game, you know, because wow. a lot of the ugly wins last year against teams like the Red Wings and lesser teams like the Blue Jackets at the time, really what it came down to was the Lightning digging themselves bigger holes than they could climb out of.
0: I'm looking at their schedule for November. They got one, two, three, four five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen games. uh only four of those are on the road and and in a stretch, you got two, four, five, six, seven at out of uh, to start the month, you have seven game seven out of eight games are at home. So that's a favorable month for November to kind of maybe you know we're what are we oh, we're almost done with October. So you have five more games in October. And then once you come home from that West Coast swing, you got a chunk of games at home. So maybe that's where they can kind of uh write the ship if they haven't by then. Yeah, but Chris, but look at it this way. And well, you are you are just not having it. No, I'm not you're not even it. listening to what I'm telling you. So no. you, got, you got, no, but <laughs> if you look at if you look at the
1: schedule, Chris, for, for November, yeah, yeah, you said a lot of those games are at home, but look who they're playing against. Those a, a lot of those teams okay. are in our top 15 on our rankings.
0: Senators, Hurricanes, Oilers, Capitals back to back, Stars, Flames, Bruins, Bruins twice. You got the Predators and the Blues as well. Dude, it's a tough league. This isn't going to be this a the NHL, jump, bro. Man. And you, and you made it to the the Stanley Cup final 3 years in a row. Like you you can handle this? You got it. I don't believe you. <laughs> uh <laughs> we'll we'll see uh but you you know you know they're they're good for it and they just got to get into the playoff spot so um we'll 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 obviously check with them next week uh and then kind of uh the, your your last row here Can we talk Ottawa. about the wild I'm glad you brought that up we, Can we will. talk about the wild So i think uh, yeah so <laughs> the wild drop from number 9 to number 25 just a horrific start to I the season for the minnesota wild Terrible, terrible. So their their goalie situation just is not fixed yet. Um, their defense is just a Swiss cheese defense. They can score. That's definitely one thing that they can do. But when you're giving up six and seven goals per game to start the season, it's not good. Not good. So any thoughts on the wild? Called it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you listened to the last episode, called it. Yeah. I said I didn't think this team was anything special, and I thought it was very premature of our 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 uh, our coworkers at the Lockdown mm. On NHL to put them in the top ten. You mm. know, it, it, and look how they've played thus far. Just it's been bad,
0: bad. absolute been dumpster really bad. fire. Now, what about another team kind of on that level with the Vancouver Canucks? The and Canucks started at 21, so it's not like they were, like Minnesota started in the top 10, um, but the, the, excuse me, the uh, Vancouver Canucks are the first team in NHL history to, well, they, they set the record when their first three games of the year, they had a two-goal lead and blew it, and then they extended that to four games. Uh, I don't know if they're playing as we're recording this, but that is—you're—you're you're in the position to be four zero and zero to start a year. How what? You could be right up there with Calgary at number one if that's how you started, and you blew all four of those games. Uh, Vancouver was a team that a lot of people picked just because how they finished once they got Bruce Boudreau on the bench, and uh, early on, it, it's not happening.
1: Well, ironically enough, Vancouver is playing Minnesota tonight, so
0: we will see what kind of game that turns so out. shootout. That, that's yeah. a 14-round shootout right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, wow, listen,
1: they're, they're one of those teams, I think. You know, this team could be ranked in the, that last column or up in the first, and I think people will root for them regardless. Mm. Um, I think they're a team that, at least me, won't give up on. I, I just think they have so much talent and – they finally have a coach who is it's shown thus far uh, you know minus this season mm-hmm. that he is able to be able to bring out that that talent and so you know what i think i think this is just the case of a team that is still figuring it out a team that has the talent on paper at least and you know it's going to take a little while for them to kind of just get all that talent on the same page build that chemistry and uh, you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if we're here in a month and we're talking about them possibly breaking the top 10.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Making some bold predictions on today. Feeling spicy uh, tonight, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. man. <laughs> Jeez. Tacos going all around tonight. Man. Uh, and then kind of just, uh, we got to talk about the sharks at the bottom because uh, I, I think San Jose forgot the season has started. Um, just Horrific. Horrific. I, I didn't think anybody would supplant Arizona or Chicago. I thought maybe those teams would kind of trade for the thirty-two spot. Um, and it's not. I mean, San Jose started at twenty-nine, so you know they were on the bottom to begin with. But man, when you start the way that they have, um, you, you've been to to uh, what is it, zero and five? I think right. Unless they are, uh,
1: they are zero and five, and their and goal 5. differential is minus eleven. And that puts them as the worst in the league right now. <laughs> wow. So yeah, if, been, uh, if the season were to end tonight, they would have the best odds to get the number one overall <laughs> pick. <laughs> Connor Bedard in turquoise. Imagine, uh, can you imagine a, that? Man. So. Tank for Bedard? Yeah. yeah. I tweeted that the other night about the Lightning. Just tank for Bedard now.
0: <laughs> no, you know what you got to tweet? Hashtag fire Cooper. There you go. <laughs> Yo, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're are we there already in,
1: in Tampa Land? I ho- really hope not. Let's let's maybe maybe if this continues,
0: maybe oh, geez. no. No. That, that guy is oh, okay. I think Denker uh found his way out. So on that <laughs> Denker had enough. So on that note, we're gonna wrap this up. He doesn't want to talk about the lightning anymore. Uh and neither do I. So that's going to wrap it up, everybody. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to the Thursday episode of Locked On NHL. We'll be back next week. Maybe we'll do a power ranking with the reverse retro uniforms on top of our regular team power rankings. So uh, we'll see. If we can get everybody on board to do that, we will. Uh, Until then, thank you for making Locked On NHL your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. And uh, we will be back next week with a fresh batch of NHL power rankings.